Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Joining us now on the uh, Harbor One Hotline, he is brought to us uh, by Shaw's and Star Market, perfecting the art of fresh by Find Mass Money. Go to findmassmoney.gov and see if you have money waiting for you. Uh, and by Sherwin-Williams. Uh, Sherwin-Williams will be providing uh, us the question of the week for the gentleman who joins us now on the Harbor One Hotline, Red Sox manager Alex Cora. With Gresh and Fourier, Alex, uh, how are you? How was yesterday for Alex Cora? It was good. Uh, we won a game, and uh, we won a half game back from from the Jays. So uh, it was a good day. Uh, by the way, new sponsor, huh? New question and all that stuff. Oh yeah, we got the uh, popular. Yeah, we got the uh, question of the week for you from uh, those again, in there. Again. Uh, listen, everybody wants to talk to you, Alex. <laughs> is really what it comes down to. <laughs> Uh, not, not really, not really. No, but it was, uh, it was a good day. Oh. I know it was a, it was a different day. Obviously, you know, uh, everybody was anxious and just being in the West Coast and and watching, you know, the network and and reading everything that was going on. But then at the end, you know, um, we added Urias and we stayed put, which is not a bad thing. Uh, I think the group and it's pretty confident that we can, uh, you know keep playing good baseball and then the thing is you know the, the reason is because we've been pitching for a while and uh, at this level if you can do that you're going to be consistent and uh, you know um, I think uh, you know we're in good, we're in good spot just uh, finish run this road trip uh, win this game and be ready for Friday for the Jays. Uh, Alex I know that Heim Bloom used the words underdogs in describing uh, this assembled group uh, do you see it that way? I mean um Preseason, not too many people thought that we were going to be a game and a half back from a walker spot at this spot. So, uh, you know, I know a lot of people pick us to finish last in the division, in the toughest division in baseball. So the way I see it, you know, uh, we got a good baseball team that is only one and a half game back from uh, from the Jays. And, uh, you know, we're going to get healthier, obviously. Um, you know, we, we got to keep playing good baseball. We got to play good defense. I think offensively we're very capable. Uh, if you look at the numbers, run differential, run scores, uh, all that stuff, you know, uh, I think we match well against everybody in our division, uh, except the race, I think. That's the only one that is way ahead. So uh, you take your chances, right? Uh, we got uh, two months to to game one and a half game. You know, uh, I think we got the tiebreaker already against the Jays. We've been in seven times. So uh, we're in a good mood, you man. We, we, we feel good about this, and uh, we, we're ready for it. So how does it work with the players when – 
And I feel like you've been vocal. I feel like, uh, you know, uh, uh, Kenley Jansen. I mean, it's Endeavors, obviously, he was one of the most vocal when he did that. Uh, gave all those quotes with uh, Pete Abraham about, you know, feeling that the team was ready, want you guys to go spend, and then you don't do anything. You don't get a starting pitcher. Like, what's the message? What's what's the message or the explanation to those guys? It's the same thing that you just said. Like, hey, guys, that we don't need anybody. This is enough, even though guys like Devers were asking for it. Yeah, I mean, uh, I know it, it became public, but uh, you know, there were conversations, you know, between Heim and some players, you know, talking about what they thought, you know, it was needed, or or what they thought, you know. You know, at this time, everybody's a GM, right? And uh, I read quotes that we needed arms. I read quotes that we needed, you know, offensive players. That's part of it. And, and you know, you play the sport, right? You play football. And I bet when the trading deadline was coming up, you, you felt like, oh, why not one more tight end to help us out, right? So uh, that's what the, the players do, you know. But at the, then at the end of the day, you know, um, this is where we at. This is the team that we have. And uh, there's some good news coming up. You know, we got Chris throwing yesterday. Uh, Trevor is playing a day game after a night game today. We're excited about that. And, uh, you know, they got to do their job at the end. That's, that's the most important thing. And uh, it's, a, it's a different vibe than last year, not because of uh, the clubhouse or whatever. I think last year when we hit this uh, this time, we were hurt. We were banged up, you know, and uh, and people went down after that. And we weren't playing good baseball. Now it's the, the opposite. We're playing good baseball. Uh, people are going to come back. We're healthy, and uh, we feel we're in a good spot. Yeah, and I would say also, and nobody went out. Like, Vasquez went out last year, and nobody really went out this year. So, obviously, maybe this is like a sigh of relief for everybody that nobody needs to look over their shoulder, and you can maybe embrace that, quote-unquote, underdog role. Um, I I don't think we're embracing any, any role. I think we're embracing the fact that we have a good baseball team. And uh, if you look at the numbers, the last month and a half, the last month, in the American League, we're we're probably one of the best, if not the best team in the league. So that's how we feel about it. Um, I, I can tell you there was a lot of people anxious and, and very, very quiet before 3 o'clock uh, Pacific time. And when I start walking in the clubhouse to look for certain guys to tell them, you know, for packs yesterday. I was looking for packs, and everybody was very quiet. And then, you know, I got packs to say, hey, you're starting for us on Friday. And uh, everybody kind of like, okay, here we go, you know, so – those were good news, you know. I think, uh, you know, um, I agree with you. Instead of, you know, like taking away from the team or, or doing stuff that, uh, you know, the players obviously, they've been together since uh, early February, and they grind together. They, they have, you know, they spend a lot of time uh, between them, and at the end, you know, they, they're a fraternity, right? And uh, they, don't, they don't like people to leave. So the fact that we're going to stick together and uh, we're going to try to pull this off is, is good news for them. Alex Cora, Red Sox manager with Gresh and Fourier. He is with us on the Harbor One hotline. Red Sox, of course, will uh, take on Seattle this afternoon to wrap up that three-game set. And, Alex, you know, the roster is now set. You're trying to make this playoff run. Will certain names become more regular in the lineup, or will it still be – you know, dependent on daily matchups. At some point, would you look? Would you uh, like to get? I don't know some semblance of a not completely write it out one through nine and post it up on the wall. And never have to worry about it. But um, I don't know. I guess it would be like some certainty in your lineup every day. Is that something you're looking for here down the stretch? Not really. I mean, uh, we're gonna keep uh, playing to to take advantage of the situations. You know, I know. Uh, the talk is Duran and Casas, right? So, um, you know, 
they're going to face certain lefties. Doogie's going to face certain lefties, and you know we'll we'll mix a match. And uh, this is the beauty of having 13 good players. And uh, we got to take care of some guys physically. We got to move people around. Obviously, with JT playing second in certain days when we won our best offense out there, uh, Trevor is very close to come back. So that's a plus offensively too. So uh, we'll keep mixing and matching. That's uh, that's the the cool thing about this roster. And uh, you know, we're probably going to be more aggressive pinch hitting for certain guys in certain situations late in games, you know, uh, for Verdugo, for Duval, for, for guys that we haven't done it. You know, I think uh, at this time now, it's all, all, uh, all hands on deck, ready, ready to go, you know, kind of like our playoff run, right? Uh, we got to make it to October, and we're probably going to be more aggressive in that sense. But as far uh, as lineup construction, you know, I'm a big believer that platoon advantage helps, you know. Uh, a lot of people point at the 18 team, and I think we had like five situations that were platoon, right? We put them at first, a second, a third, behind the plate. I think in no in the outfield we were pretty set, but uh, I like to take advantage of that. We like that. We like the matchups, and we're going to keep doing that. So we're talking to Alice Cora from uh, the beautiful Emerald City of Seattle. Um, Where Foyer got oh, his NFL start. Yeah, spent a lot of time in Seattle, Alex. Um, so when it comes to Pavetta, is this a, does he stay in the rotation or did he just kind of get that start because of where the bullpen was at the time? Um, we'll talk about it. Uh, there's a good chance he starts on Saturday against the Jays, uh, but there's there's a chance that we might uh, have an opener. Um, I think we're going to be reset bullpen-wise going into that series. So we'll see how it goes Friday, and then we uh, we decide what we do on Saturday. The good thing about the the the, the <clears throat> the bulk guy, right? When when we go into a game that Murphy is available and Pivet is available, uh, it's actually better to have an opener and see how they're gonna react uh, lineup wise, and then you go. Uh, and that's the uncertainty of having both in the bullpen. When you use one, then the next day you know you're gonna use the the other guy. But uh, we like that advantage. We saw it with the Giants; they did it to us uh, two out of three times, and it's very hard to mix and match when when you have multiple relievers, quote, you know, starters in the bullpen. So we'll keep taking advantage of that. Uh, Alex, uh, a timeline on your end from uh, a couple of guys. Uh, what is your expectation on a possible return of Chris Sale? And have you thought about how you might use him? Is that more time dependent than anything else? Well, he, um, he's, uh, he's having another uh, rehab, assign- uh, rehab start on Sunday, if I'm not mistaken. Tanner is actually starting on Saturday for Worcester at Syracuse, and you know um, they got they got two, and then we reassess the situation. But with Chris, he'll be a starter. You know, I think it's the best thing we can do for him, for his health, and obviously for our program. With Tanner and Witt, you know, there's going to be conversations how we're going to use them. But uh, you know, so far it's been very positive. You know, and uh, the fact that these guys are, are close to join the team. Uh, it's good news, and, uh, you know, hopefully it's sooner rather than later, and we're ready to go. So even though you might want to use, uh, you know, like Whitlock, he can come out of the bullpen, he can start for you, as we know. So there will be some discussions of the how to use these guys best. Is that fair to say? Yep, yep, that's the, that's the case. So no locked into uh, anything. Very good. All right, let's get to our Sherwin-Williams question of the week from uh, Harrison Soep of Soep Painting and Lawrence. So, Alex, if you could have one Red Sox player, past or present, coach with you, who would it be and why? 
Hmm. Mike Lowe. Um, I, I think he was probably, uh, with all the respect to all my teammates, uh, my, my, my favorite teammate, my best teammate, uh, very solid. Uh, looking at the game, uh, offensively, defensively, strategy-wise, uh, the only thing that uh, is an obstacle, like he loves fishing, he lives in Miami, and he's having a great life down there. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, a great answer from Alex Cora. Sherwin-Williams Pro Plus is an exclusive program of pro-level desert- or ser- services designed to help you manage and grow your paint business. Unlock the pro advantage at swproplus.com today. So, Alex, what was your – uh, I, I almost want to say best and worst, but what were a couple of your uh, interesting trade deadline experiences, if you ever had any? Like, was there one where it was like, God dang, what a bad day? Or one where it was like, yes, I'm getting the hell out of here and going somewhere? Um, I got traded once. Uh, it went from uh, Cleveland to the Red Sox, and that was a great day for me. I think it set everything up to for the rest of my career uh, as a player and now as a manager. That was that was great for me. Um, I was in Cleveland, not playing much. I get traded, and Tito told me, "You're not playing much here." I was like, "Well, I'm here, you know." And there's a, a winning situation, <laughs> and we got a chance to to win a World Series. And uh, the the toughest one as a player was uh, 2004. Um, I'm with the Dodgers and. We're in first place, I want to say, by five or six games. Uh, we're in San Diego. Um, we have Paul De Podesta. He, he, was, um, he was a new GM with the Dodgers. I think he, at the end, or he still works for the Cleveland Browns, if, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Um, he traded Paul LaDuca, Guillermo Moda, and Juan Encarnacion, uh, the three of them. We ended up getting Brad Penny from the Marlins, Brad Main somehow from uh, – from the Rockies to be the catcher and uh, Steve Finley, who hit a walk-off home run uh, to eliminate the the Giants that year uh, in game 162. Penny gets hurt. Uh, Dave Roberts gets traded too to the Red Sox, and uh, we felt we had something great going on. And uh, you know, they traded those four guys. We got some solid dudes, but at the same time, we felt like uh, our bullpen got weaker, our offense, you know, got worse. I was hitting eighth. You know, I was pretty solid. Hitting eighth, all of a sudden I'm hitting seventh. That was a bad move by uh, Jim Tracy. Uh, that, that was horrible, <laughs> and uh, it just put us in a bad spot. And it was a bad, it was a bad day for the team. It, it was one of those that, you know, like wow, you know, like we we felt like we were one Randy Johnson away from making a run, you know, and we didn't get Randy Johnson. We we struggled throughout, and uh, we ended up winning the division, and then we got eliminated by the Cardinals, thirty uh, one um, in the NLDS. Alex Cora, thanks for the time. We appreciate it. Good luck this evening. Uh, safe flight back east. And, uh, of course, you guys will be uh, cranking it up at uh, Fenway on Friday. Uh, thank you, Alex. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Alex. See you guys. Be well.